This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Hey guys, it's Rob, and this is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. This week in Awesome, let's talk about that movie cinematic universe for a moment. I'm sure I'm the first podcast to talk about it. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> the movie cinematic universe includes, of course, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, and Visionaries. Oh, and Mask. Um, Mask and G.I. Joe are pretty obvious. You know, of course, G.I. Joe is going to be there, and Mask is right there with it, so that works well. Uh, Micronauts, I kind of predicted about a week or a couple of weeks ago, saying I wouldn't be too surprised and go figure it is, because it's a nice sci-fi thing about aliens. I'm sorry, I forgot about Rom. Rom's in it. And Rom works in well, too, because it's another sci-fi thing. My only one that confuses me is Visionaries, because while Don talks about it a lot on RFC proper, I think he's the only person I've ever heard talk about Visionaries in the past 30 years. Um... I don't remember it being that big of a hit. So obviously I'm wrong because enough people thought it was strong enough to include into this big multi-billion dollar venture. But I'm not sure how it would fit in. So I'm um, kind of see how it works out, I guess. Um, mask, of course, would be easy enough. You know, it's like a military division. Obviously it has Cybertronian technology. Um, Micronauts are, you know, aliens. Rom's a space knight. G.I. Joe is already there. Uh, the G.I. Joe movies, from what I understand, are getting rebooted, which is kind of pointless because it's not like they had that hard of a continuity to begin with. They could easily get work then, I would think, um, considering it's going into the movie universe, as I understand it, which makes all the sense in the world because it's the movie cinematic universe. And considering the movies don't have the most hardest continuity whatsoever, I could see them really taking this in any direction and it working out fine. Um, so it's probably going to be pretty fun. Um, I can't see any negatives about it. I know a lot of people can see negatives about it, and I don't know why. Because if you just don't like the movie, don't go to see it. <laughs> you know, uh, The movies make billions of dollars each. So for so many people hating them so much, they sure do spend a couple of billion on something they hate. That's right. Same people full of crap. <laughs> um, personally, me, I have a lot of fun when the movies are out. It's a fun time. All the marketing and merchandising available, it's a lot of fun. And seeing that a, a lot of stuff I like happening, getting and tied into something I like, I see it as a good thing. So to me, it looks like a fun thing. And being that they're summer movies, I don't, I'm not expecting them to be giant epics with the best plot in the world I, I expect to see giant special effects spectacles with enough plot to get them from explosion to explosion i just hope the plot getting from explosion to explosion is good and enjoyable and better than it has been because let's face it the transformers movies have been kind of lacking on that um so i'm hoping with this new writer's room that's tightened up a little the gi joe movies it's being a reboot so it's almost pointless to compare it to the prior G.I. Joe movies, but in all actuality, it could probably fit in pretty seamlessly, too. You know, the first movie, you know, wasn't the 
best movie in the world, but I had a lot of fun watching it. And I found it more competent than the second movie. The second movie, it seemed like they tried harder to make a more realistic movie, and that's all great. That was great. And I appreciated the Cobra vehicles and stuff like that. It's just the movie kind of felt really... um. Like, I felt like I was just watching a series of scenes, you know, not like a flowing movie. And that, that, that really took me out of it a whole lot. And the other day I was watching it, uh, they were showing on sci-fi, and I had the same problem. I was just like, man, it just doesn't have a natural flow uh, to it. So I'm hoping the new G.I. Joe movie, being if it's a real reboot or the soft reboot, they tend to do with these things. Because the second one was a soft reboot from the first one to begin with. Um, hopefully they do a better job with it. You know, like I said, had fun with them. Just wish they were better movies. Um, seeing as, that's one thing I didn't, oh, I was wondering, because, you know, they're, they're not, they're not really rebooting the Transformers movies for this. They're working them in, which once again, they don't have the hardest continuity between the four. So it, it'll work, you know, it'll work. Um, however they do it properly. I always wonder how come, um. What is that? Nest? I always wondered why that wasn't that just G.I. Joe. Because they pretty much acted like G.I. Joe. <laughs> so maybe G.I. Joe will take the place of Nest in the new movies, since they were dissolved at Part 3, apparently. To me, it would work out. And Mass could be a uh, sort of a... You know, Mass doesn't even have to... Excuse me. Have a little drink there, wet my whistle. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop for a second here. There seems to be some m misconception that movie shared universes means a hard continuity between all the movies, and that's not exactly true. I mean, I always say I always say you know my favorite shared universe is the Universal Monsters because all of those are related and in the same continuity. But if we're gonna say more recent, let's talk the Marvel movies, which even though they're all in that same Universal setting. There's like how much play between movies, you know, like a character might appear or whatever, or, you know, some of the Captain America characters are in other movies like Avengers and whatnot. That's pretty much it. So being uh, like a, a brief mention or, you know, like Iron Man just said, yeah, don't bring up the Avengers and was it part three, stuff like that. That's all it takes, you know, mass could be like, yeah, we're using Cybertronian technology. Bam. There's your, there, there it is. That's it. You know, they don't have to. Optimus doesn't have to be there, you know, he might not be, you know, stuff like that. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a Marvel movie. It, it's, it's, because it, it says Marvel. I mean, sure, uh, the collector guy was in the post credit sequence of another movie, and, you know, Thanos was, of course, in a, a post credit sequence or two. Like, here's Avengers 3, here's Thanos eating a corn dog. Oh, and he looks at this guy, and he's in. Guardians of the Galaxy, what's he doing there? He's just kind of sitting there being a jerk. You know, um, basically what I'm saying is, uh, I don't know where people are getting this, like, ironclad, tight continuity from this, when basically it's, they're just all in the same general world setting, fictionally. So, of course, you know, mass, well, we, we use Cybertronian technology. And they'll just keep going. Now you stop going, you know, from that movie, Transformers. And Micronauts, they're, they're, they're aliens from another dimension. It just plays into itself. Same with Rom. Um, I believe I said Rom earlier. Uh, Rom and 
their their sci-fi things, whatever. It just works. You know, it would just work, and it doesn't even have to be tied. There's, hey, you know, you were okay accepting aliens from another planet that turned into cars. Well, here's another group of aliens. Turns out there's more than just two planets. You know, the visionary thing still is getting me because, like I said, I, I just don't remember it being that big of a huge hit. You know, so them bringing it back kind of, kind of profounds me a little. And the cartoon was fun, and the toys are fun, but they don't. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know if they'll be set in a more contemporary setting for this relaunch of them, which would make sense, or if they would be medieval. Uh, for people who don't know, visionaries were kind of set in a fantasy setting, and they had holograms like of animals and such, and that was their powers. So if um. A Visionaries reboot was set in a more contemporary setting. I guess it would make a lot of sense for their hologram powers or however they would make it work. I just, I don't know. That one baffles me. But that's okay because who knows, it could blow me out of the water. And that would be awesome. I like getting blown out of the water. I like being wrong about things. I like saying, man, that looks stupid and be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. You know, I love that. So hopefully, hopefully Visionaries will be great. I just, man, I am looking so forward <laughs> to the merchandising when these uh, transformers movies come out my favorite part about it is the merchandising and hype surrounding the movie you know i love i love going to burger king and getting a transformers hamburger and there's optimus on a bottle of mountain dew stuff like that that is so much fun for me so i'm all good for seeing these guys on random dr pepper cans or what have you i'm just that is a lot of fun for me i mean Hey, visionaries, even though I just kind of slightly said I don't get it for a minute, I still will be like, oh, man, oh, man, visionary hair combs. I'm going to buy those. Yeah, I know. I shaved my head. It's, I, I have a comb. It's okay. Don't be a hater. Don't be hating. Yo. Shared universe. <laughs> I, I, I'm still stuck on the thinking shared universe is like a buzzword more than anything. Because how many shared universes are there? You know what I mean? There's so many so many movies that are linked to other movies, and they don't make that big of a deal of it. So I wonder when this is going to go away, and we're just going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the same setting, isn't it? Okay. Uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah, Hunt for Red October. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's, oh, okay, okay. You know, I just, I, I think it would be a lot neater if just here's a new gi joe movie and they mention optimus prime you know what i mean like something like that or you know if there's just references to the other sort of like oh it's in the same oh um but who knows who knows but i'm looking forward to this because these are the kind of things that just when they just go balls to the wall crazy with things like this that's when fun things happen and we can we can uh we can say the Transformers movies blow chunks and they're horrible, but we're still there opening weekend watching them, you know. And we're you got it in your living room, that DVD or Blu-ray just sitting there on the shelf. You know you bought it, so we're going to be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my kind of not very clear thoughts on the whole. You know, I was thinking about this. This is actually 
when we say the aligned continuity, the aligned continuity, that's Prime, that's RID, and they tell me those video games and books are part of it. Uh, Hasbro, with their aligned continuity, were trying to basically make one general setting for all their IP, and that's kind of that's kind of what they were going for. Uh, guys who were all at that Rick Alvarez panel, he said so, and... You know, when you look at like that one unit E thing and all that, it's that's that's what they were doing. They were making obviously a shared setting for all their fictional properties. You know, in the '80s, all the Hasbro cartoons that were made by Sunbow or uh, Marvel Studios, what have you, they were all generally in the same fictional setting. So it's not too surprising they'd want to do this. And you know, of course, the line didn't work out. But it looks like they're spending a whole hell of amount of money making this cinematic universe work out so basically it looks like they're trying to do a line again with a bigger budget and scuttlebutt tells me the next transformers cartoon might be more movie based you know that's that's the scuttlebutt rumor we don't have anything concrete to go by but that's what i've been hearing so it would make so much sense for them to make a cartoon based on these billion dollar movies that now have a series of other movies tied to them they could have a G.I. Joe cartoon, and maybe in this episode, Duke and Bumblebee do something together. You know, that would be, that'd be great. So, I'm remaining optimistic, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the future brings us. Now, how about let's skip over to the questions and awesome portion of our show. This, the thread for questions and awesome, the Q&A thread, is exclusive to the Talk Transformers Facebook group. That is the best place to go talk Transformers. Um, it's in the name. If you go to Facebook and you know you have an account, uh, search up Talk Transformers and join and have a good time talking. Um, I'm actually fixing to post another thread soon. So if you got your questions or general comments, it's a good time to start asking them. This week's comes from James Gortier again, or Gautier. He tried to explain to me how to say it in a text. And I'm just a horrible friend. But James goes on to ask, What in the 30 years of storytelling since G1 do you like or dislike that's become canon? few examples. Bay Movies made Sideswipe a, Sideswipe a sword fighter, which carried over to Devastation and other media. Movies, Prime, Robots in the Skies, have made Optimus more of a spiritual leader instead of John Wayne type. Animated RC had her swords carry over to IDW and Generation 1 toy. Uh, or Generations toy, excuse me, I misread it. James, that's a pretty awesome question. Because it's, it's one of those things. Um, I don't know if I mind the Sideswipe being a sword fighter thing. Because it's, it's kind of cool, you know. I do wish Optimus had more personality since the movies because in the movies he has a personality he's grouchy he's he's pissed off and he's tired of fighting um and ever since cartoons since that he's been boring prime he was boring a robots in the skies he was boring he's just i'm optimus prime and then he gives some speech Yay. I wish he had more personality to him like he has had in several other animated shows. Um, one thing 
Also, yeah, I'm with you. I don't really care for the RC swords. I didn't like them in an animated either. I understand why they had them in animated, because none of the characters had straight-up handguns. So they gave everyone hand weapons. That was All the Autobots had melee weapons. Uh, I didn't really like it. I like guns. Bang, bang, shoot them up, you know? I, I like the whole good guys and bad guys just blasting pistols at each other. And my nose won't stop itching because it's driving me nuts. Okay. <laughs> um... Speaking of things that have stuck around since animated, <clears throat> you know, Prowl was a kung fu dude in animated, and that was okay in animated. It stuck. You know, he's a, he's a kung fu dude in uh, Robots in Disguise. And sure, it's a good enough portrayal of him, and seeing that he's the special ops guy, it makes sense that he would know all sorts of kung fu that being said, I, I'd rather him stick more to a more traditional version of himself. That's cooler to me. Um, thinking, thinking. Not fun to the bumblebee, not talking thing, but it looks like they're finally out of that phase for like a year or so now, so I can't complain too much about that. Let's see. I don't, I don't, I don't think I like... I don't think I like it. Was introduced in Wreckers in the last end of the Wreckers comic, and I haven't seen it continued yet. But that doesn't mean I won't see it again. I don't think I ever liked Perceptor being a sniper. Um, I don't think I've noticed it since that comic series. So I guess I can't complain about that. I just, I just, I guess it makes sense that he'd be a sniper, but I just don't think I like it for reasons I can't really put my put a finger on. You know. I definitely don't like Alpha Trion being part of the 13. I do not like that. And I'll tell you why. <clears throat> In the old cartoon, Alpha Trion was this old man who fought in the original wars uh, prior to the Autobot Decepticon War. Um, and he pretty much... He's this old-ass dude that's part of Vector Sigma. He's got all this cool stuff. And I like it more that he has all these accolades all on his own. You know what I'm saying? Him, if you read the, if you read Exodus, he's just some old dude writing in a book all the time. Hmm. You know, in the cartoon, he was fighting a war. He was doing all sorts of stuff. It's like, hey, how come Alpha Trion's got to be all that? Because he worked his way there. That was cooler to me. That was more interesting to me. I'm still thinking about other things that I don't like that they've done did, up and done did. I don't think I like Trypticon being the nemesis. That so far has been in Prime and I think, was it War of, Cyber, War of Cybertron? War for Cybertron? I don't, I don't, I don't think I like that. Not, I don't think I totally care about it. But I don't think I like it a whole lot. I like Trypticon turning into a city. And I don't think I mind him turning into a spacecraft. But I, I, I like I like the Nemesis just being a big-ass spaceship and nothing more. Nah, I mean... Let's see. On the same accord, a lot of people seem to like Omega Supreme being the Ark. And I can't really complain about that. 
I kind of wish he was another spaceship. Not that there's a big... It's not even a big deal. But I think when you tie two old things together, you kind of take off a little of the specialness. You know, you're combining, combining them together, and it's not as... It's not as not as cool to me as it was when Omega Supreme was just this big ass robot that could take him from point A to B in his awesome rocket ship mode versus oh he was also the ship we came here on, so you know. That was him. A lot of people really like that though. So you know but that's my opinion, so I'm giving it. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Those are some. I know a lot of people will ring in every time there's a change and why they don't like it. And I'm usually pretty good with changes when it comes to my Transformers because I guess I'm just used to it. And I'm like, like I said, people say, hey, he wasn't like that in G1. He's like, you're right, he wasn't. That, that, that's G1. This is this. This is why it's like here. So that, like I said, I guess my mind's always been able to separate it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Maybe because, you know, I'm thinking about it. You know, like say say I watch the the new Batman movie. Well, this Batman movie is different than the Tim Burton Batman movie because when I was a kid, the Tim Burton Batman movie came out, and it was different than Justice League, and it was different than that old Batman show they showed reruns of every Saturday morning. And I would just say, "Hey, he's not like this in that movie." And my dad would say, "That's because it's not that movie. It's the, it's something else." And I guess that kind of reasoning has always stuck with me. So I guess it doesn't bother me too much, but there is some things I wish they wouldn't have done. And that I think I've gave a few examples, and I think I'll I think I'll leave it with that. Um, that was this week's show. Uh, I'm getting a bit of a head rush from talking a whole lot and also being a little tired. I don't know why. This happens sometimes when I do this. Um, <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm pit scratching back in my head. As everyone knows who watches the video version of the show and whoever's met me in real life, I shave my head. And I was shaving earlier before I came to do the show, and I cut the tar out of myself. I, I really got myself good, and I'm just like, ow, I had a fresh, brand-new razor, and it's so easy to just... Cut the poop out of yourself. I'm not punching my microphone. <laughs> it's so easy to just cut the crap out of yourself uh, doing that. So I'm just like, reached back to scratch my head, and I just scratched where I cut myself, and I'm like, ow, you idiot. Um, Christmas is coming up. From when this show comes up, Christmas will be in about a week. So basically what I'm saying is uh, there's Christmas and then there's New Year's. So there will not be a being awesome uh, till after New Year's. Now, that's not true. During those two weeks between Christmas and New Year and after New Year's, there will be an episode of Being Awesome going up. It's a pre-recorded bit, and for you longtime RFC listeners will notice it's a bit of a greatest hits. It's a really funny... Uh, Funny recording from something I did uh, a lot longer ago than I'd like to think that it was. But that's going up. So basically, assuming Kilby posts this on New Year's like I'm thinking, either one week there will be no being awesome and one week there will be the special episode. 
probably Christmas week there'll be no new episode, and you guys will probably be too busy to notice anyway, and probably around New Year's the new episode will go up, well, the special episode will go up, and then the following week we'll be back with brand new episodes. Um, like I said, just with my holiday schedule, work schedule, and with the fact that I know you guys are going to be occupied too, I might as well take a little time off so I'm not rushed into making this and making bad episodes. Because I like my bad episodes to be because I'm just not good at it. <laughs> anyway, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us all at tfradio.net. And while you're at tfradio.net, check out our Amazon links. Next time you shop through Amazon, please go, please go through them. It's an easy way to help support the site without actually paying anything. Well, other than what you buy at Amazon. Um, I'm Rob. You can find me all over the internet at RoboRobSpringer. Um, I'm running out of words. I'm really th thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope everyone has a great holiday. Have great holidays. Uh, hope everyone has a good New Year. And I will have a brand new one of these after the New Year has begun. So stay tuned. Hope you guys enjoyed the special episode, and I'll see you guys next year. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. This has been being awesome with Rob Springer. Rob.